SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram. <laughs> <laughs> it is. If you're watching the podcast, you YouTubers out there, you can catch us on YouTube. Uh, you'll notice that we have some uh, accessories that may not make sense to you now. Uh, we're hoping, yes, spices. No, these and, are my guns. And cerveza. Cerveza. Right? Well, yeah. 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 Well, you know. Uh, and then, and then, like this is like this. tasty waves. This is well, from uh, no, no, Carbach. No, no, no. Carbach. Yeah, it's from Carbach. That's, yeah. They're probably pretty upset about that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's kind of sacrilegious. Sacrilege that we have wine. We have red wine in our uh, Carbach glasses. Actually, kind of cool. Carbach is just around the corner. I don't know how far and wide across the country Carbach is. I know it's like... It's distributed now because it was bought by, I think... Anheuser, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's all sorts of people upset yeah. about that. I was excited that the weight and marketing power of Anheuser-Busch was going to be, be behind a kind of a local brand uh, and excited for that. So, th welcome to the podcast. This is going to be another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 415. Uh, as always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, which is not here so I don't Adam, know Adam, come on what, and give the tip. Adam, do you come remember on, the come tip? Come on, come on, come give a tip. Come, come on. Do you come remember? On, just just make something up. Come yeah, on, make something up here. about it. Right, yeah, right yeah, here in the middle right so you can hear in the mics. Give your tip. Uh, yeah. Um, you caught me off guard. <laughs> Let's see. Two geofencing. So, oh, here, I think it was something along this lines. Um, make sure you hire an expert if you're going to do geofencing. One working. consideration is actually legal, yes. right? So there are legal considerations depending on what country, uh, city, or uh, state, not country or city, but state you're in because we're all in the same country. And we happen to be in the same city here in Houston. So um, subscribe, follow, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, hey, I'm I wanted to. I just wanted to start off with this review. This is really cool. Punch in the face to you, Ali Dixon. Right? Punch in the face. This review is, of course, five stars. It says, "I'm totally. I'm a total newbie in internet marketing. So I just started listening to this podcast about two weeks ago and have already gotten tons. That's what I say. That's how I say it when they capitalize. It. Yeah, tons of value from it. Uh, I get tricks and things I can do to improve my website and every in on every single episode." Uh, I just got my free analysis of my website and now have a plan of action on how I'll take over my niche. Wow. Awesome. Wow. We, did, we gave that away in the free analysis? Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> no, you get a lot of value in that free analysis. These guys really know what they're talking about, and I can't wait to see how far my business will grow when I apply all of their knowledge. Punch in the face to you, eWeb results punch in the face oh, to you, Ali Dixon. Back Man, back that back was that was really awesome. So a boxing platypus. Boxing platypus. What yeah. do you think about that? I think it's a great mascot for anyone. Okay. Yeah. Because we were talking about eWeber. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about boxing platypus. If you, or if you talk about web, right? Yeah, that's, what, well, that's kind of where Did we you know to, that yeah. uh, platypuses, huh? platypi, are dangerous? Platypi. They actually have poison spurs. So, so Sammy said that they were cute but deadly. Yeah. Our yeah. copywriter said they were cute but deadly. They're one of the most venomous, well, the only venomous mammal. The only ven venomous mammal. Did you hear that, mammal. people out of there in YouTube land? The yeah. only venomous mammal. Yeah. Yes. It's the platypus. So yeah. we're, it's going to be our e-webbers. We yeah, we're, we're thinking about it. We'll have some designs. Hey, chime in. Send a note to, yeah. to podcast at eWebResults.com. <laughs> 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 
We have. Well, the, yeah, do the we have a domain? Well, I mean, eight, like, if they're, if they're oh, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. going to make well, a Well, let's run a contest of what, what. What should we call, like, people who listen to E Weber? What, what is E Weber? What is E Weber? We, I yeah. don't know. Everybody kind of gravitated to platypus. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we consider ducks and then... Because I was like, know. is that a good mascot? Like, is it... Will it punch you in the face? It'll stab you with its hind spur. Well, yeah, and spit poison, it. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no that's the spur. Not... It doesn't spit. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, the spur does that. I haven't done my research. Hey, if you're back... <laughs> hey, back on track, all right? All right in fact, sorry. I feel like I need to take this incredibly heavy hat off. By the way, this hat is on because we are going to be running a Cinco de Mayo special. Uh, so keep your eyes open oh. for a Cinco de Mayo special. I want some, I want, you know what I want? I want Maracas. Maraca. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. I yeah, like it. we got to get back on track. People are unhappy about. Yeah, people who don't like the potatoes. Lack of focus. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've listened to the podcast before, you may be back because we give you wonderful trips, just like we gave wonderful uh, wonderful trips to Allie. Um, trips. We, t trips or tips, either way. Uh, you can get uh, five online marketing mistakes that can tank your business and how to avoid them, uh, all you need to, go, to do is go to ewebresults.com slash SEO tip. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, howdy and welcome. Uh, we're going to cover right now, this is called the potatoes of the podcast. We're going to get into the meat. How to be an authority. And this, the meat of this podcast is by Mr. Dave Davies. Punch in the face Ooh, to you, Dave. I like the name too, punch in the face. Um, uh, the title is What is Topical Authority? Everything you need to know about topical authority. I think it's great. By the way, if you're in a position to, you can tweet or, you know, do those kind of social things. Social share button. Go ahead and tweet uh, <laughs> hashtag SEO podcast. This is podcast number 415. Uh, tag us in it at best SEO podcast at EO results and make sure you tag Dave Davies in it. Uh, he's at bean stock spelled exactly the way it sounds. We'll get into his article uh, when we get into the meat of the podcast cool. here pretty shortly. Um, as you, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know we run a contest. We run that contest each and every week. And yeah, we did get, so good. So the way the contest works is if we get 10 shikos. A share and a like and a follow. If we get 10 of those, like on any or one comment. of our platforms, and we get a review, then yeah. we skip the section where we tell you how to leave us a review at ewebresults.com slash trust. We skip that until the end. Mm. That's So we'll put yeah. that at the end. And all also right. like all of our platforms. So mm -hmm. we did get 10 Shikos and we just read a review. So apparently we got a review. Again, punch in the face to you, Allie. Um, so we're going to skip that section. Uh, what I do want to do is I want to give some, well, let's do, if you would like a free website analysis, and Allie got it and enjoyed it, right? So she says uh, solid, she yeah. now has a plan of action on how to take over her niche. If you would like a plan of action on how to take over your niche, uh, you can get a free website analysis. Just go to eWebResults.com uh, and click the button that says free website analysis, and you will get that. I want to give a couple patifs, punch in the faces. Uh, that's really good. I actually, this is the first time this happens, right? Okay. So we've been since 2009 broadcasting this podcast. This is podcast number 415, <laughs> right? I've met people, like people have reached out to us and I've actually met them in person okay. who listen to the podcast. Awesome. We've had people, and this yeah. may have yeah, happened yeah, to you, right? People call in like, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity because they've been listening to us. And that's very flattering. Really appreciate that. The first time anyone's ever recognized me in public <laughs> happened. Now, they didn't recognize me. 
and you're probably thinking their they reckon, they recognize their voice. They're sitting he behind didn't you. recognize my voice either. <laughs> he actually came up and he was talking to my wife and I. We were at an event in Dallas uh, this last weekend, and and it was like, yeah, my name is Chris Burris. I, I introduced myself. He goes, that sounds really familiar. And then so we were talking, and he handed me his card, and one of the the line items on his card was marketing, uh-huh. right? And I was like, hey, uh, I'm the host of the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes, and he goes. That's how I know you. <laughs> and I was like, that was that was really cool. So he wanted a picture with me as much as I wanted a picture with him. Uh, so punch in the, in the cool. face to you, Wes Smee. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it was great. It was great making contact with you. Also, we got to give a big punch in the face to Brian Lobig. Yes. Um, he is with lobiginc.com. So if you're in the Maryland area and you really want to work with somebody close, and so you kind of rule us out because we're in Houston, I highly encourage you to use Brian Lobig. Uh, we've actually done business together. It's L-O-E-B-I-G-I-N-C.com in Maryland. Uh, punch in the face to you. He wrote a really like just amazing review. It's a long, really it's an article <clears throat> about cool. our podcast and mentions you and mentions kind of previous podcast hosts and and the meat and the potatoes and awesome. all of this and uh, yeah, punch in the face to you. So very cool, really good. Uh, my only little news, uh, you know, Mike, Mike, Mark Zuckerberg, right? He's uh, <laughs> yeah, he's been all over. He's been doing the most troubling takeaway from two days of congressional hearings on Facebook Inc. was this: Mark Zuckerberg didn't want to explain how the social network operates. Yeah, not, uh, not a big surprise. Yeah, well, yeah. so it's troubling. Right? What's interesting is we've already seen some shifts uh, in what we're allowed and uh, not allowed to do. Uh, you used to be able to grab uh, some really great audiences and import them mm-hmm. uh, to Facebook, and now you cannot do that. Mm. So, um, yeah, and that's big, since he's been testifying, or really? Uh, kinda... That was like the week before. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So a lot of stuff. He was changing. preparing for the testifying. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's a, a lot more changes coming. I mean, he is to the size of a monopoly. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, absolutely. Like Microsoft when they broke that up. I mean, who knows? Google could be next too, but yeah. you never know. Um, and then the next piece of news, Facebook suffers celebrity exodus as Zuckerberg uh, acknowledges the uh, hashtag delete Facebook trend. So yeah. Elon Musk, there's a few others. Yeah. Some pretty pretty heavy hitters. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's it. Unless you had, did you have any patifs or anything today? No. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. then let's. I'm just uh, coming back from vacation. That's true. You had a good <laughs> relaxing. He came back on Monday, and we literally we talked for like an hour and a half, right? Kind of plans. It was like you did get well rested while you were gone. <laughs> we got these plans of action, so it's a really exciting. It's been a really exciting week um, this week here at eWeb Results with all the eWebers. Um, all right, so what is topical authority? We're going to tell you everything you need to know, and this article is by Dave Davies. Again, you can reach him on Twitter at Beanstalk, right? Mm-hmm. So topical authority, as many of us think of it today, will die, and with its enormous resources that went into developing it for its sites. So I want to save this for the end, because that's interesting. Yeah, that, I, I mean, but you, you, you want to write an article that's polarizing, yeah, yeah. right? Because so, it creates... Right, so so you, 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 a lot of us, like, especially kind of in the sales arena, we're always taught to, to try and get yeses, right? So uh-huh. the, let's be in agreement. And, and uh-huh. I, I don't remember where, uh, what particular speaker I was Split listening to. What's the difference? Um, well, that, so he was really good, right? <laughs> and he said, let's focus on no. There was one particular speaker, and I think it was at an Action Coach event, who pointed out that no interesting conversation ever happens with agreement. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, hey, yeah. Zuckerberg's a jerk. And you say, yes, he is. 
Oh, we're in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, Bill Gates is a genius. Yes, yes he, he is. is. Yeah. Like, there's no conversation mm. there. So, yeah, you know, this is some of it. But, uh, but he has an interesting point. So I really want to talk about that and we'll push that towards the end. So you may be wondering, what is topical authority? Because the title of the article is, what is topical authority? Everything you need to know. Topical authority is a perceived authority okay. over a niche or broad idea set as opposed to authority over a single idea or, or, or particular term, right? So I wanted to give you the example. So let's talk a, a really good example. Say you have um, a website that's about different websites, right? Okay. And one of those pages that's about different types of websites okay. or things you can do on a website okay. is about branding a website. Okay. And then let's talk about another website entirely. So I know we're using the website analogy. It could get a little uh, circular here. But this other website is entirely about branding, right? Okay. And one of their pages is about branding on a website, right? Okay. So very similar uh -huh. content. Uh -huh. But if you're looking for content about branding a website, you're probably going to get better results because branding encompasses so many things, right? We, mm -hmm. You know, there are uh, branding experts out there who will charge large amounts of money and come into your office uh, and, you know, interview all the C-level people and, you know, come up with this whole branding strategy. And, and by the way, we do proposals against those types of companies and yeah. they like ask, so why should, you know, I've got this branding company and branding is so very important. Yes, yeah. it is. And I've got you guys who are pitching this. What? Why should I use you guys? And I give the example, say, look, listen, if you really want to build a sexy brand that you're going to sell in five years, we might not be the company for you. If you want business in six months or sooner, right? But direct really response. quickly, yeah. direct response, get oh. great SEO placement, then you probably should use us. Oh, and by the way, there's nothing sexier than lots of business. If somebody's going to well, buy you okay, out. Okay, so uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Fire, aim, fire, what, no. Yeah, ready, aim, fire ready, is the normal. Ready, fire, right. aim. Yeah. That talks a lot about building a business from zero to one million. And right. And if you're in that phase, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so that's that's the most important thing you need to be doing uh, so, out there. Yeah. So branding has all of these topics, right? Yeah. So, you know, how your customer service answers the phone is part of branding. How does the invoices that uh, that you send out? That's yeah. part of branding. Um, of course, how your website looks, how you tweet, how your Facebook page looks, all of those things are part of branding. And branding on your website is one topic of that. So it's probably that the, um, uh, that the person with topical authority when you're speaking of branding website, right, a website and how branding intertwines with it is the branding site not the site that does lots of websites, Whoa, right? <laughs> that was a good example. Just confusing. I got lost. Yeah. Through that. yeah, because there's lots of websites. Hopefully you've got that. If not, then uh, Dave Davies has another example. Well, uh, I, I've actually never really heard the term topical, right? right I've right. heard like subject matter expert. Right. I would say one of the, the, the best ways to explain it in my opinion yeah. is you can be an expert at something, right? And you can know a lot about something, but to be authority means you have influence, right? Or to and be a topical expert means is, you've got more than just like one. Yeah, so, so, so you're in a, a, a whole like Different area, yeah. yeah, a whole area. You ha know everything there is to know about branding front way and forwards right. or whatnot. Right, so, instead of know. just like uh, on a, how to do it on a yeah. website potentially. Yeah. Cool, yeah, I, 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 yeah. 
Go no. read his article. It's a good article anyway. Um, so next, why should you care about topical authority, right? So if my example wasn't confusing <laughs> enough and you followed it, you're like, okay, well, is that really that important? And, uh, and Dave gave four reasons. He said, when people are looking for places to reference to link to or socially share, uh-huh. it will be you if you have this topical authority, right? When users are looking for answers to their supplemental questions, they will remain at your site and not be forced to go off of your site. Uh, when Google is looking for answers to a question, you will have the answer to the question. And when Google is determining if additional yeah. information to meet users' intents, you will have that covered as well. So again, the, that website that's all about branding, like if I'm asking about br- how do I brand on a website, I might be asking how do I brand in PPC how do I brand and well, social media? And what, what are the sub areas that you would say of branding? So if branding is like the overall, like overarching theme, it's like the sub areas underneath that. Right, right. Right? Exactly. So so when you when you go down this path of, hey, how do I do branding on a website? Uh-huh. Then what's my next question going to be? Okay, well, great. I've Yeah, I need a logo, right? That's uh-huh. going to be part of it. So you might want to talk about okay, branding yeah, and a logo. Yeah. What goes into okay, a logo? Okay, I like that. I'm yeah. going to talk about um, how do I powerfully use pay-per-click, yeah. right? And include my brand in pay-per-click. Yeah. Um, how does, do I SEO? Pro- so there's, yeah. And if you stack kind of all those silos next right. to each other, now if you have the over overarching theme of branding, you become a topical authority. Yep. Boom. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so basically, uh, it does all the things you want to have topical authority, right? Okay. And so the example he gives is um, uh, more pages capturing more keywords, attracting more links, and improving rankings. I put in, you keep people on your site, right? So again, if, if I came yeah. there because I'm looking for how to brand on a website, and then I'm like, well, my next question is, you know, well, what should my logo look like? Or, uh-huh. or what, what am I going to do with PPC? So, so I, I guess, you know, even from Google's standpoint, um, are you answering the question that people are seeking yep. when they come to your website? Uh, one of the things, actually, to side note real quickly, I know we've gone all over the place, but uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff on usability right. lately. Right, right. And, and really... Web, website usability. Website yeah. usability, uh, UX interface, that sort of thing. Right. And one of the things you, you really want to think about is, okay, what question are you answering? What place in the customer journey are uh, they in? And... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then um, you know you might want to have a mini FAQ right, right. Uh, of some different things, some links to other sites, and then even have something at the bottom, uh, right. which I, I really would like to implement this for us as well. Is did I answer your question? Oh yeah, and if right? no, then ask it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so really interesting stuff. I like so. that. All right, so that was why you should care about topical authority. Uh I'm gonna put it together in one word. Uh, How to build topical authority. So at its root, topical authority is about content, right? Yeah. How how many relevant pieces of information and users' questions have you covered? Again, right, so I've come in under uh, branding and how to brand on a website, and then I've got other questions. So he goes through this exercise, how to find the questions users are asking. so yes, I want to write this page about uh, website branding, how to brand on a website. How do I figure out, and if that's our focus, how do I figure out what additional questions prospects, customers, visitors uh, might might be asking, right? Yeah. And so he gives a couple examples. Uh, lean on the keyword data, right? So sure. if you've got, you're running pay-per-click campaigns, 
Yeah, you're able to get keyword data. If you're just doing organic, then you got to extrapolate that data. You can use Google Webmaster Tools to figure that out. There's tons of tools. SEMrush yeah. does a really good job Word of what, finder, what's showing there. Yeah, yep. There's tons of stuff. Yeah. You can ask your sales and support team, uh, what questions do they get asked on a regular basis? Those are the kind of questions that your prospects and visitors are going to want. Or even interview your clients. Interview or your clients. Or do a survey or did you, anything. Did you cheat? Because no. the next one is ask your clients. I really didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize you're supposed to cheat. <laughs> um, so, so then you like just keep in There's more sources of questions uh, you draw. The more sources for those types of questions you draw on, the better. He gives a answer the public. By the way, you can go to answerthepublic.com. I think it's answerthepublic.com. Yes, it's pure gold. Yeah. This is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. There's, there's really cool images. Yeah. They they break down the questions into, uh, uh, you know, all sorts of, you know, who, what, why, when, where, how questions. And if you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast and you didn't know about Answer the Public, like you've gotten your one golden nugget. Yeah, it's that's been that. worth it right there that's, to know about that side. That's the yeah. pro tip. That's yeah. the free pro tip, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> okay, so now, especially you look at this in, the, in, in his particular article, uh, and for those YouTubers, I'll, I'll kind of hold this up. You can see this is like a spider graph. There's probably a better name for it. Spider graph. Yeah, I so like this it. is like a spider graph of different questions people might have asked mm-hmm. in this particular case about widgets. And you can see all of these questions, and then you're like, okay, well, well if I'm going to start creating content for these, you do need to take some time and figure out uh, by the way, this is not in the article. Which articles do you want to cover first? Like, so do some keyword research. Figure out which terms get more traffic, which questions get more get get asked more often, and then start your content. And on then that. even look at what areas are uh, not as competitive. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so still have good volume. So he his next kind of headline is so I just need to create content, right? Because I keep you keep talking about content and the key, even just what you mentioned, Chris, was about uh, keywords and then making sure that you're focusing on the right content. I just need to make make content, right? Yeah, yeah. And the answer is yes and no, right? So just making more content isn't going to get you there, right? So humming since the Hummingbird update in 2013, uh, Google has been improving its context and relationships between words. Uh, you think about rank brain and how uh, how how yeah. accurate it's getting. Uh, at determining the content and the quality of the content. So we're not just talking about content. We're yeah. literally talking about the answers. So what I want you to remember is at the absolute core of it, Google wants to maximize the probability that the result they send to a user will fulfill the intent of the search when they search. Yes. I believe an easy way to say that is as long as you're making the Google user happy, Google will yeah. look favorably upon you. <laughs> So basically produce the content and the answers to questions people have about the topic. He does throw in here, and that's why I highlighted it. Uh-huh. It's best if it's in various formats. Yes. Right? So if you can put it in a in a, in a, in a YouTube video, and that could be a YouTube video just with your phone. Uh, it doesn't have to have super high production value in order to be valuable uh, in the space. It can just have images, infographics, right? Uh, and then, of course, text. Yeah. yeah, I mean, one of the things that uh, we're exploring with the team here is uh, targeting uh, the different disk profiles. Right, right. right. And uh, some people want to 30%. What, so if you're not familiar with disk, right, it's a personality profile, D-I-S-C, uh, and, and it kind of breaks down how people tend to communicate, whether they're um, extroverted or introverted, and whether they're kind of task-oriented or people-oriented. And like how, how, they, how, how you would want to interact with them, what kind of information is important to them. Is it the relationship? Is it facts? 
you know, um, one of the interesting stats out there is like 30% of people will go immediately to the search bar. Like think about walking into Home Depot. Oh, when they land on a web page. Yeah. Right? So they web page, they don't even start searching this yeah. menu. They just like. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, they go there. Um, or is it is is it delivered form and facts? Is that impactful? Right, right. Is stories impactful? Do they would they rather hear hear a listen to it, look at it, uh, watch it? Like you know what? How do people consume information? And everybody consumes information differently, and so you want to kind of try to target those different segments. Um, there's a big debate out there about long or short content. The reason long wins is it hits more. Uh, of those disc profiles. I yeah. Think, so. Well, and you, yeah. you're probably answering more of the questions. Right? Yeah. So disc yeah. profile and more of the questions that, Absolutely. that they're yeah. probably looking for answers to. So, uh, all right, good. So, uh, but what about links, right? So we're SEOers. We know whatever, at least 40% of the value in search is coming from links. Um, and, and he suggests, Dave suggests uh, that authoritative and high quality content and answers will naturally attract links. We Absolutely. know what won't attract links. Useless, disorganized, hard to read content. That's not gonna attract links, right? No. So when you're writing good quality stuff, that maybe has a video, mm -hmm. maybe has an image associated, maybe even has an infographic associated with it, it's gonna naturally attract links, right? Stuff that answers questions. And it, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and, and it's interesting because I can tell he's been in the business for the long time, right? And he uh -huh. has. Uh, he says, by old-fashioned processes, he, he says, uh, I simply mean seeking out links for topical and or authoritative sites, not that you should buy into a blog network or reset the old form profile activation spree you might have found yourself doing in 2002. That still kind of works. <laughs> it may not want to you may not want it to be your focus like it was in 2002 it's a tool in the tool belt and so he says when he's looking for topical relevant links he tends to look in two places um and those two places are in the rankings okay where else and then in the rankings oh okay right it's kind of like point. the real estate was important in real estate location 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 yeah. what's important uh when you're trying to get links first like trying to find good places to link to you yeah the rankings the rankings so oh, it finds so. Opportunities, um, so yeah, so <laughs> try finding opportunities to get links on sites that wink well for the okay. same phrases, okay. right? And then he says there's tools out there, right? There are tools out there um, that will allow you to compare websites that maybe are linking to relevant content but aren't linking to you or your competitor. And so if they're not linking to your competitor but they're still relevant, you might still be able to get some good links from, from those websites. So. I like it. All right. Keep your eyes open for opportunities to get involved in community events, sponsorships, niche press opportunities, yes. and anything else that Google's going to like. Uh, I mean, do you want to talk about how we donate a certain portion of our time to charity? Yeah, so it's, a, it's company policy that we donate 5% of company time to a charity. Um, we're actually going through a little shift in that process right now uh, because it had always been my vision. You know, it's a great bonding opportunity if some of our customers have like a really focused charity and we uh -huh. can donate that time to that particular charity, right? Uh -huh. so, yeah. so it serves both multiple purposes. Um, and then the, kind of the team was like, you know what? Uh, if we spent 5% of our time and did it on internet marketing for, the charity. for a yeah, charity, yeah. it's probably going to have a lot more value. I mean, we have a, there's a multiplier in our expertise that gets a, a applied uh, because we're doing that. So that's, that's our kind of current process. Give back to the community. Very important. Um, all right. So here is his bad news about topical relevance. 
Uh, he says it's a short-term fix. He okay. says many will disagree with him. Uh, he's hoping he's wrong because he's already said in the article he's already pumping lots of effort into kind of topical relevancy and probably creating these uh, publishing schedules so that you can build out a website so that it is topically uh, relevant, right, okay. or, or the topical authority. Um, but he doesn't. He he just doesn't think it's going to last long. And here's why he says like so. Google's gotten better and better with the knowledge graph that's of true. just answering your questions, right? That's true. And that's going to get stronger with the Google Home, right? Yeah. So when you're answering questions, right? So when you're at your computer, you can ask a question, and great, you got ten results, and you can kind of spot check and figure out which uh -huh. one works. Uh -huh. When you're talking to a Google Home device, okay. that's not an option. You need Google to tell you the answer. Okay. And yeah. so what he says is if 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 that's what's going to happen, right? So you become topically uh, relevant. If you become uh, the topical authority and you've got this content that's out there and somebody asks a question and in this knowledge graph that's right there at the top uh -huh. is their answer, then it's going to diminish the value of having, of being the provider of the answer. Right? So I get it, right? It, uh -huh. it, it makes sense. At the same point, like those people who are in the knowledge, like, when, when we got our first client in the knowledge graph, we like got up and everybody in the team was dancing, running around the office. <laughs> it was like, we're in the knowledge graph, right? So it's valuable. Yeah. It's really valuable, especially when you want to be, like if you're in the knowledge graph, you are the topical authority, yeah. right? Yeah. And so depending on where you end up in the knowledge graph in terms of the sales process, so are people uh -huh. thinking they might have a problem or people realize they have a problem and are looking for a solution, being in the knowledge graph is gonna actually be more valuable and so pursuing that and ultimately having uh, the top topical authority is gonna be even more valuable is what I would argue. I don't know. Okay, I, can, um, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah. I don't. Totally agree right. with yeah. everything, right. but uh, as we don't have to. <laughs> so you did do your homework. You did cheat. Good. good well, good like I mean, I, I I looked at the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he does he does say so. Perhaps death was a little bit strong, right? So again, he's kind of well, no good conversation starts with agreement. So I mean, if if you're looking at it from the paradigm that you're in your own home and you're asking um, AI what the answer is to something, I can see where, where that would be the case. Right. Now, uh, is that gonna be what percentage of all searches? Right. Right, I, I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, Google's like one channel, okay, right. on the internet. Right. Um, there's tons and hundreds and more continuing to be social channels. Well, right? even Google, and, and we were talking about this earlier today, has uh -huh. multiple channels within Google yeah, itself. I, yeah, I mean, everything's like a different channel, so, um, I mean, I, I, a lot of stuff I've been reading, too, um, that I'm more in support of. And it's funny that Facebook's kind of, you know, where it is. But Facebook's becoming people's new homepage, right? Like, when they go when they go to the Internet, they're going to Facebook, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And then Facebook has uh, search abilities within that. Right. And so you're using reviews, but you're also – but what are reviews? Reviews are uh, something in lieu of not having a recommendation from a friend. Right, right. Right? And so – People want to see what their friends are doing. There's always going to be influence right. that's going to be created. And a lot more searches are done on other platforms besides Google search. And the percentage of people that are just going to ask their AI in their home something, right. I, I get that. And I actually have a, a whole book coming out on how to build yourself as an authority. Right. So I, yeah. I would probably take the other side of this argument 
uh, to to a large degree. Right. Right. right? So. Yeah, and not just because the book. Well, yeah, just because the book. No, <laughs> I, I wrote on something that I believe is the future. <laughs> not something, yeah, and, and and I'm there too, and he is too clearly right. Perhaps death was a bit strong. I think I think what 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 ultimately this means is just kind of what I said and what your your book is about. Almost done with it, uh, reading it. Um, I just need someone to write the foreword. I will write the foreword. I feel like I need to finish the book. I feel like I need to cheat before I write the foreword. Um, is 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 that it just becomes even more important to be the authority, right? And you yeah. use that you, you yeah. use that in your book where I'm not talking about being a authority or an authority. I'm talking about being the, the authority. authority. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. So in the end, he's going to cast away topical authority as something to pursue. No, you just shouldn't throw it away. Uh, it works incredibly well presently, and the changes coming are inevitable. Uh, mm. Okay. I think they're, yes, changes are inevitable. I'm not sure it's like these changes. Well, so, okay, so a uh, quick story. Right. Like, uh, so living out in Florida uh, when I was at AM, uh, graduated, they didn't have the thing called Redbox, right? Right, um, right. It was right kind of before that. There was a bunch of different, maybe they did have Redbox. I don't know. But I moved out to, to Florida up in the Panhandle. There was none of these uh, like DVDs that you can go rent, right, like right. a Redbox, right? And so I was uh, really thinking about setting those up, right? Right, and, and and being the distributor for those with my entrepreneurial right, mind, right? Right. And you know, my mom working by at Microsoft. Way, by the way, you 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 probably shouldn't put the fake quotes when okay. you say entrepreneurial mind about yourself, because <laughs> <laughs> it's clear that you actually do have the entrepreneurial mind. <laughs> well, so I was having the, this debate with my mom, who right. Microsoft's whole goal was to have a, a personal computer like in the phone in someone's right. hand. Right. They were actually in, in someone's living room all the time. She was like, we're going to be streaming stuff so soon. Like it's going to be out of date before you even get it going, right. blah, blah, blah. Look at like Redbox. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was like, I could have had distribution. Yeah, because it's all still going Florida. well. Like there's so, yeah. yeah. So so I, I think that um, these changes are moving in that direction. But I, I've also read there's about a twenty year twenty year right. uh, uh, lag lag between what humans are able to like realistically like there's going to be early adopters. Right. But as as the whole of humanity moves forward, yeah. there's about a 20-year lag with technology because it's just... It's know, going so fast. It's going yeah. so fast. There's going to be that bell curve. I don't right? want to get rid yeah. of my flip phone yet. Are you saying <laughs> I have to get rid of my flip phone? I do know people that still I have, have one. that and pagers. and yeah. uh, Someone had a Do you a have Blackberry. to crank them? Somebody had a BlackBerry and I was like, I didn't even Does know. Does it even work? I was like, do they make them still? It's like a company. Is the network that. receive the signals from that device? It's moved so, on. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. All right, so um, that is the, the meat of our podcast. Uh, so if you like this podcast, we ask you to share the podcast yeah, with say sure. three people. Yeah. Uh, we would really appreciate that. If you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. The internet. <laughs> call EUR results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. Um, we would very much like for you to leave us a review. We've, Trustpilot is our uh, review destination of choice right now. Uh, so go ahead and go to ewebresults.com slash 
trust. And that'll take you to our trust pilot profile and you can leave us, hopefully you will leave us a five star review there. Um, also, we would appreciate it if you shiko us. That's part of the contest that keeps this piece at the end. You can shiko us on our profiles on these platform forms by going like facebook.com slash eWebResults, twitter.com slash eWebResults, instagram.com slash eWebResults, uh, linkedin.com slash company slash eWebResults. And then our YouTube page you can get to by going to eWebResults.com slash YouTube. YouTube. Um, all those are our profiles. Please uh, shiko us there and uh, keep us moving this to the end. Um, all right. Please remember we were filmed here live in Houston, Texas. Actually, you can get a transcript, audio, and video of our podcast at our website, eWebResults.com. Filmed at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. By the way, just we didn't say this in the beginning. Matt and I, we are your results rebels. Uh, and <laughs> you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. We appreciate all of you. We thank all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, punch in the face to Catherine and Marcus uh, for joining us on Facebook Live. Also, all you YouTuber, YouTube webbers out there, YouTube <laughs> e-webbers out there. Um, thanks for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burge. My name is Matt Bertrand. Bye-bye, Bye-bye for, for now. now. <laughs>